Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony's Take Podcast, episode 236. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, yes, I'm here. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast. Uh, All right, Andy, uh, we've got a lot of stuff to cover here. Uh, We're going to kick it right off with, I think I mentioned last week, uh, Apple's, you know, WWDC is, uh, is coming soon. Well, they announced today officially next Tuesday, the 14th is when the uh, keynote will take place. Uh, Traditionally, that's at 10 a.m. our time, Pacific uh, Standard Time. And uh, there you're going to expect to get the iPhone 13, the new Apple Watch, and um, potentially for uh, some VR, AR goggles that are powered by an iPhone. Um, I find I don't care enough to read into all of these rumors anymore so much. Uh, so I don't know about that last one. Uh, one thing I'm, I'm seeing, the iPhone 13, uh, and I, I believe I mentioned for one, you know, a terabyte hard drive, uh, you know, maximum, which is unbelievable. Uh, but one thing, too, is it'll have a chip inside of it that'll relay to a satellite. So if you're like, you know, in, you know, the Sahara Desert and need a call and your Verizon's out, you'll be able to make a call. Um, it'll be very, you know beta stage for now but i guess the thing is it'll bring cell phone signal to anyone anywhere uh you know eventually but for now it'll be strictly for you know emergency use uh but pretty neat and also makes you wonder are they going to be making their own you know carrier i mean i doubt that i think there's a lot more that goes into it but i mean that's a it's a great idea just for security i guess you could you already picture like john wick yeah it's being somewhere and it's like he needs to use this how did i get here yeah uh they're really going with the 13 though yeah i I know it was a bad luck number and this and that samsung was like 10 20 20 yep uh and so i mean it's not confirmed but everything i've read is yeah it's a 13 so yeah i mean nothing can stop them also well you know what will stop them or at least delay them is a chip shortages yeah so uh you're gonna see a more expensive price tag expected as long uh, as as well as longer uh you know shipping times and, and things like that so i'm sure it'll still be a for sale that coming friday you know two weeks for, or next friday from uh as you're listening but uh i don't anticipate any many people being able to get their hands on it by the end of the month yeah it's uh I think it's good that they're actually setting expectations by making it more expensive, lowering demand. That's kind of kind of what I wish like PlayStation and Xbox did that they, you know, it'd be a lot easier to find one if they were just $700. But instead they're taking a loss by selling them and it just, there seems to be no end in sight with that problem. So crazy. Uh, I think, I think Apple already knows people aren't replacing their phone as quick. So, uh, yeah. Why, why make something that sells out constantly and people can't get their hands on? Like you're just throwing money away at that point. So, Yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. no intention of upgrading uh, my phone. My 12 Pro Max is perfectly fine. Yeah. The screen still blows me away too. So 14, 15 region uh, territory, that'll be worthwhile. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, when you uh, plan your trip to the Amazon, you're going to want that emergency satellite. That's true. I mean, right now I have, you know, 5G capabilities and I've yet to experience it. My my phone will say, yeah, you're on 5G, but it's not. Oh, yeah. It's just not. That's not up. But so I don't know. I haven't been on like the one and a half streets in downtown L.A. that have 5G. Um, I'm hoping to see it soon at, you know, Disneyland or uh, the airport or something, places where they should be able to put it in fairly easy. Uh, but I haven't seen it. I, I did speed test. I mean, of course, Montana airport's not going to have it. There's 31 people in there. Uh, but LAX, why the hell do they not already have it there? I don't know. It's <laughs> a good question. Answer the question, Andy. Yeah, shouldn't some like rich guy just like build some stuff? Well, rich guys don't give a shit. They're flying private and... They probably have like a guy holding, you know, a, a Wi-Fi signal behind them the yeah. whole time. And there's no 5G in space, so rich guys don't care about it. Yeah. But when well, they're they working do. on bringing that to space. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, look for that uh, in a week or just under as you're listening. Uh, we have some uh, news out of Venice Beach, I think as of this morning, if I, if I remember right. Uh, Michael Kenneth Williams passed away, uh, most notably from The Wire, playing Omar Little. Uh, scared the daylights out of me with that, you know, scar across his forehead. Uh, and uh, he's also Boardwalk Empire, uh, Twelve Years a Slave. I'm seeing he's in here. He was HBO's go-to guy. He was great. I said like the night of, and then uh, something else very recently with HBO. It's like, hey, come do something for us. It's like, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it, it sucks. Like he still had a lot more, uh, to give there. And, you know, it's always, it always raised like the, the bar on, on these shows We're like, Oh yeah, he's in, Oh, he, that, that's what it was. He was in a, uh, Lovecraft country from last year. So mm-hmm. it just like, it. they call him up. He's like, yeah, it's HBO. I'll, I'll be in it. So, uh, that won't be happening anymore. And, and it is sad. I don't think we got to see him in that many movies he was still more of a, a tv actor although after the wire ended you, you saw him in more and more stuff but and um, i think i stand corrected i think i said venice uh it was brooklyn new york okay i don't know why i said venice uh very different places <laughs> yeah what well, kind of uh and what it was i believe the news reported it was cocaine that was laced with fentanyl really uh, yeah they said there was you know, suspected some sort of what is fentanyl relation. meth? What is fentanyl? It's an opioid. Okay. Synthetic opioid by, because I think it's mostly made in China and not that great or something. Is that like a uh, Oxycontin? Yeah. So a painkiller. I need to talk like a high school kid. I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah. So similar to morphine, but just more dangerous, less what, max pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's sad, but that's that's just kind of been a reality for ten years now. It's been and yeah, that kind of you hear about that kind of stuff of like oh they mix it with this thing and who knows what's going on. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean it, it re- remind me of something some like uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, where it's like oh my god, like how how did that happen? And then uh, I think with him that was was a heroin overdose, but. Whew. Yeah, it was really 
like when I saw the news, it like really struck me. It was just like you see these kinds of things. I'm like, oh, this person died, and it's usually someone you've never heard of. Yeah, and they're 86 years old, and I'm like, oh, they were in these two things in the 70s, and it was just so I just like I saw like I think the end of the sentence first before it's like, oh, this person found dead. I'm like, oh shit, it's like I. I know that person very well. Like you don't actually yeah. know them, but like it's like, and uh, just uh, some trivia. So that large scar was a result from a bar fight on his 25th birthday. His assailants, it says on here on the IMDb, sliced him with a razor blade. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, and you got to give credit to the, to the Wire for their casting. Yeah, they did such a good job of finding people. Is he is he from Baltimore? Because a lot of people are actually Baltimore locals. No, I believe it says on here he's uh, he's he's from uh, Flatbush, Brooklyn, New York. All right. Yeah, that's a great place, too. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I think he actually wasn't. He was an actor with credits before The Wire. But a lot of people from The Wire, they actually just just got. Yeah. And he fit in perfectly. And it was just such a such an iconic role. I knew about that. I knew about the character before I knew about the show. Like, I well, I didn't think I watched the show until well after it was already finished um but i knew who he was i knew that character so yeah i don't even know when i got into the wire but i was instantaneously into it i don't know if i'm sure i did watch all of it and uh, i got into it again i don't know eight nine years ago when i went to visit my brother who was going to school in baltimore at the time as you know you got to brush up on the local stuff when you go uh, but yeah, I haven't seen it, and I think I tried to rewatch it. I don't know a couple of years ago, but it's it's so involved. But yeah, he was yeah. a great one. He'll be missed. Yep. Uh, all right, are you ready to talk about a new trailer for uh, Netflix called Red Notice? Yeah, I'm going to talk about this scam that oh, Netflix is trying to pull. He's pissed. <laughs> So, yeah, Netflix released this trailer for maybe their biggest movie coming out this fall. Uh, and like, what is this? Like what? I see the cast and like, this isn't this isn't real. Right. And you watch the trailer. and It's like this seems like a fake movie that would be in like. Entourage or something where it's like, yeah, there's an episode where the rock guest stars in They're like, oh, here's this new action movie made or something. It's like, uh, so it's the it's the rock but also with Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. So uh, all veterans of the Fast and the Furious franchise, but it is not a Fast and Furious movie. So uh, Ryan Reynolds had a small cameo in the Hobbs and Shaw movie. And it's like, why don't just make Hobbs and Shaw? Like, I don't care if that's not Jason Statham. Just say, just call this shit Hobbs and Shaw. Like, no one cares, right? Uh, it's all it's all fake. No, one, no one's really, like, expecting the, the best out of this. So, uh Really weird. I, th- I feel Netflix is definitely the computer making things or, it, you know, it's Don Cheadle's uh, robot. But Netflix yeah. actually has a version they didn't tell us about. Algorithm. Making up shit. Yeah. It's I like, mean, you know, put these people together and have an explosion in a car. Exactly. And it's going to be the best movie on Netflix ever. It's going to be a five, but people are going to treat it like a seven and a half because they feel like they didn't pay for it. They didn't have to go anywhere to watch it. It'll yeah. be a Michael Bay movie. Uh, without Michael Bay, the guy uh, directed Dodgeball, actually, uh, with yeah. the most fake name I've ever seen. You ready for this, Andy? Rawson Marshall Thurber. Rawson. Yeah, that's a Hollywood, Hollywood name right there. That's an algorithm-made name. <laughs> that's not real either. Thurber? Yeah, I know All that guy. All that's missing is like the third or something. 
it's a strange thing because I believe his like yeah his credits are like he made that one and then like two other rock action movies where it's like what a weird career skyscraper yeah I know we are the Millers oh really okay he has also played the Quiznos guy in Easy A (laughs) okay so I don't remember that I don't think anyone would (laughs) it's a great cameo from the director of Dodgeball like also I kind of have to feel like Ben Stiller directed Dodgeball, right? Yeah, this guy just like this guy's like, oh, do this, and Ben Stiller's like, no, we're doing this. Like he's he was there the whole time. Like maybe that's like mean to take credit away from him, but like that's how I envision that. Photo of him talking to Ben Stiller on the set of Dodgeball, and they're both in their little director chairs. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they just wanted a guy like he has to be from Norway, right? Nope, he's from San Francisco. (laughs) I I don't know. That is the new Norway, I hear. So yeah. Very similar weather. But yeah, none of this is. I mean, I'll watch it because, it, like I said, it's free. Um, and it'll be entertained because it's it set. It, the filming locations are Atlanta, Rome and Sardinia. Yeah. So it it looks like it'll be better than that other Ryan Reynolds, Michael Bay one. Which yeah. was like a headache, but it's like, hey, we're adding the rock, so it'll be more funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, also. Now this makes this even less sense to me. There's a part in Free Guy where I'm like, oh, The Rock is going to be in this, isn't he? Like, oh, my God, he's going to make a cameo. And then he then he doesn't. I'm like, that seems wrong. That seems so set up that The Rock would make a cameo for some reason. Saving it. And then I see these two clowns in a movie again together. And it's like, of course, like that's that's so natural of like a pairing of like, yeah, let's put these two guys together. Like, yeah, because I think Kevin Hart's over. Like, yeah. So they're like, let's. I know he his moments uh, over for sure. Yeah, he's doing commercials now where he yells. Yeah, they ran out of. Yeah. How many times can you just be like, "I'm little"? Yeah, That's it's it. over. Yeah, like, Ryan Reynolds five is not little, and so. a half times is all that works. So, but yeah, I think this will be an interesting like sociological experiment. Uh, I already know the headline will be like most watched Netflix movie ever. Yeah, of all and time. Then, yeah, Sandler's uh, period, pissed. Uh, mic drop. They'll actually say that. I hate yeah. how like nonchalant reviews and internet has become like reading and like when you put a pound sign with words in your title, it's like, no, I'm never going to click on that. Uh, I can't stand that. Or like everybody, the internet is going nuts about like, shut up, dude. So, yeah. I wanted, I wanted to see one of those trailers that actually has a voiceover. Yeah. I haven't had one of those. <laughs> uh, no, I've seen they remade that cool guy's voice from the you know, 90s. Yeah. For, I don't know. A trailer I saw recently. Um, maybe Bond. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know. But they they found a new guy that could do that voice. I also like the trailer was like the rocks an FBI agent who goes around the world to hunt thieves. And it's like, what? Like, I hope our FBI is not trying to catch people stealing stuff in Rome. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what do you think the FBI does? <laughs> well, they obviously don't know my also, I, I'm he is enormous because he, you know, eats 700 pounds of protein a day and se- spends eight hours a day in the gym. But this guy will travel and then not eat anything for the entire movie. And not once you see him do anything other than, you know, punch people. It's like, how can you stay that gigantic? Yeah. I do feel like that's got to be a joke in some movie, though. 
Can't I know they... in the, I know in Hobson Shaw he does go out to a diner. So I don't remember if like he orders a bunch of pancakes or something. Yeah, give me a, a um, half a cow of bacon. But I I see that as more being like a, a joke in a Batista movie. Yeah, like he could definitely pull it off. Where yeah, yes, I ordered the seventy two ounce steak because I have to. Yeah, he's got to ingest a yeah twenty thousand calories. So I got an unrelated thing to that. Uh, I don't know if you saw that they were showing commercial for this. There's that Jason Momoa Apple show, which I'm very surprised that got a season two. Where so everyone's blind. I saw that and I thought that was just coming out. I figured that would be such a huge pile of crap. And I was like, oh, I guess it, it's just now coming out. They made a second season. So, yeah, the second season and they hype it up and it's like he has to fight Batista. And it's like, oh, all right. They know what they're doing. They're just like, this is a piece of shit. So we're just going to get another large man and then they'll just fight each other. Yeah. And it's just wrestling now. It's literally just wrestling. It's like, all right, that's what people wanted. So uh, it seems like Apple has pretty good <laughs> track record here with their shows, except well, when they have this thing. So speaking of that, so that reminded me because the only oh, I've watched two shows now on there, but uh, season two of the morning show premieres on September 17th. All right. So, yeah, we're now getting all the season twos of their shows. So which I uh, am nervous because I think sometime in this month I have to cancel my Apple TV. I got yeah. a six month extension. They need people like it's it seems like they have good stuff, but it's like no one cares that much. I don't know. But yeah, I just saw a commercial for that and I was like, that's hilarious that they actually made a season two to that show, which I'm pretty sure like reviewed horribly. And they're just like, fuck it. It's wrestling. Yeah. So well, they just can't they can't get the rock. The rock's not going to be in there like that. Unless like Steve Jobs reanimates and donates all of the rest of his money. They to wanted the to fix. uh the Scorpion King animation. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually like that. I'd, I'd love to remake the whole movie with current Brendan Fraser. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, the direction The Rock was going with that would lead you to be like, oh, he's going to be Jason Momoa before Jason Momoa, but he turned it around. Yeah. All right. Um, well, anyways, we... November 12th. <laughs> yeah, I guess we forgot to say that. So, yeah, that's still a little bit of ways away. But Red Notice coming to Netflix. Here. And it's one, it's Netflix, so it'll be on there. You won't hear anything about it until your neighbor's like, oh, did you watch this new movie with that guy? And then uh, that, that's how you hear about it. Okay. All your neighbors are old men. That yeah. Speak like that. Andy, I live, that's where I live. <laughs> I have old people around me. Uh, tell us about the accountant sequel. You're starring in this, right? You know, I didn't get an offer. Very disappointing. Uh, ben Affleck has confirmed, I believe, that he is... He is on board for a sequel to The Accountant. So have you seen The Accountant? I think I did. So I refuse because it's such an upsetting movie. But uh, from what I've read, The Accountant is about uh, Ben Affleck, who's an accountant by day and an assassin by night and has to do some John Wick shit or something. But also, I think he's like autistic and that's why he's a good accountant because he understands numbers. But that's not how that doesn't really help you in accounting. <laughs> I thought they just it's, called him the accountant because, you know, he would audit people's lives. I, don't, I think he I think he has a practice and probably does some taxes. And then by one thirty, he's like, I'm out. I yeah, why start. are you moonlighting as an assassin? <laughs> Which pays more? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, but, you know, not enough because he has to come back aboard to do a sequel. So he's got to go make more money. Uh, and. Uh, 
why am I blanking on the name? But the other guy that's going to be in it as his brother. So it's going to be uh, John Bernthal is going to. They're, they're expecting he'll be playing the accountant's brother, Ben Affleck's brother. And I assume they're going to have to fight each other. Right. All right well, hold on. I, I just pulled the, the stats because the Internet can provide all sorts of things. So uh, the highest salary for an assassin in the United States is $105,000 a year. Wow. The lowest salary for an assassin in the U.S. is $26,000. What do you think any any assassin who, uh, you know, doesn't actually complete? Well, the this head? is actually from Glassdoor. So, OK, OK. <laughs> These are legit statistics, Andy. Wouldn't expect you to understand anything about it. Uh, yeah, I bet you're going to want to see the uh, paperwork and qualifications because a $26,000 one, he's going to get you caught for sure. Yeah, this was not uh, news I was expecting. I didn't know the accountant was a was a hit at all. That was just kind of part of Ben Affleck's dark period, right? Yeah, you can watch it on TBS. Okay, well, I won't because I refuse. I think I put it on like at an, a hotel or something where it's like you, you, the second you walk in, you turn the thermostat down to 62 and you turn the TV on and then you leave. <laughs> so I think it's one of those things where I saw like... You know, four and a half minutes here and six minutes there. I'm seeing John Lithgow's in it. Gene Smart, so and Jeffrey Tambor. I mean, oh on. Jeffrey Tambor, yeah. I'll be J.K. Back Simmons. <laughs> yeah, let's look at let's look at some Rotten Tomatoes here. 52. So that's that's about where you would expect, I guess. But no, I, I just refuse out of principle that he's like, well, he's an accountant, so he has to be autistic because that's how it works. Just horribly offensive. Look at the little character called Tate Fletcher on here. He's uh, I'm not even sure if he's real. He might be an animatronic little man. Well, I just went to Wikipedia, so I don't see that. Yeah, that's his IMDb page. Okay, I'll have to, I'll have to see. All right. Uh, so same. It still stars Ben Affleck, though. Well, he is the accountant, so it's very important. I know, but uh, so was uh, you know, who played Colonel uh, James Rhodes or whatever his name is in Iron Man? That one. Half Don black Cheadle? guy that everyone liked for a minute, and then he was done. Remember him? Yeah, Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. I heard he was an asshole. Well, he was like crazy or something, too. Yeah. Yeah, so you could be replaced, Andy. Yeah, but you don't want to replace Ben Affleck. You don't know how, what kind of things he'll get into after that. Uh, but yeah, the director's Gavin O'Connor, who worked with Ben Affleck on The Way Back. So I like that one, but also... It seems like he only directs sports movies other than The Accountant. He did Warrior. I liked Warrior a lot. It was an MMA movie. Mm. Uh, Miracle, the hockey one. Let's see, Pride and Glory. Is that a... No, that just has Edward Orton. That sounded like... Doesn't that sound like it could be a sports movie? Say it again. Pride and Glory? Yeah, how is that not? That sounds like... And the true story of how the somebody it's beat Disney this team. Disney Plus original. Yeah. But now it's Edward Norton and Colin Farrell. Hmm. Wow. Never heard of this movie. You know, there's so many movies made. You just can't keep track of them all. No, you can't. That's why IMDb is yeah. around. Yeah. Well, very exciting. I know you're uh, you're already waiting in line to watch that. Uh, can we talk about the good news uh, with Venom? We can. I think it's good news for, for everyone in the whole world. It's, just, it's a good good sign. Mm-hmm. But uh, Venom, they, there were a lot of rumors that uh, maybe they'll just uh, 
shift it to next year, like we talked about last week with Paramount doing all that with their movies. Uh, but instead, they've actually decided to move it up to October 1st. So it was originally going to come out, I think, September 24th. Then they shifted it back, and now it's coming back up. Uh, and I think... I love it. I think we know why. I think they made this decision a couple days ago after we got office. some box office numbers. So uh, you have those for us? Shall we look at them now? Yeah. All right. So it's, it's not a whole lot, but... Uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten uh, Rings. Okay, I almost said coins. Uh, $74.5 million, Andy. We're back. And I believe 90 over the four-day. Because that's I think that was the three-day. Oh, yeah, that's a, the cheat. Yeah. So, so that's that's the best ever for Labor Day. Labor Day is not known for its movie releases a either. A so. lot of people did it. Yeah. Uh, there there are still people who want to go to the movies. They just have to wait for the Marvel one. Uh, but Venom is is kind of Marvel. And the last one got people in, in the seats. They, they didn't care that it wasn't uh, Tony Stark it's, related or anything. We were it's like, a yeah. fun movie. It has Woody Harrelson, who's not on yeah. board. So, yeah, I think Sony made the decision like, all right, people are ready to go to the movies again. Let's 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 go get some money. Let's go get some money. Let's do it. Because like Tom Hardy needs to eat. Yeah. He hasn't been able to make a movie where his mouth is covered. And it's been too long. I don't even remember the last movie he made. Yeah. So, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, I'd see that in theaters. I don't see why not. Also, I feel like it's appropriate. It's kind of scary. It's Halloween time. It's fun. Yeah, I think there can get a little bit of of crossover there. Uh, Venom is a dark colored character. So it's got kind of that theme. He should have like an orange chest. That'd be real Halloween. Like just spray paint a pumpkin on um, someone's porch as they're driving by. There you go. Or team up with the goblin when he threw those pumpkin bombs. And then he got very Halloween themed. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Now we're cooking. Well, yeah. Gotta love that. Um, Should we just mosey right into the box office now? Yeah, so what else what else happened this week there? So it's a, a pretty steep drop off behind the seventy five million for Shang Chi, but uh Candyman pulling up uh second place at ten point three million. And then Free Guy eight uh, eight point nine million, and then Jungle Cruise at four. Paw Patrol tied at four million dollars. So Yeah, that's it's better than it was. It's not that's not incredible, but a Candyman now has probably got over around fifty million total. That's not too far off from what I would expect in normal times. So, all right, this is good news. We've, we've still got the movies are saved. We did it. Yeah. Congratulations. All thanks to, yeah, you, I think you scared yeah. everyone last week saying, you know, m- movies might just close. Yeah. They were you thinking about him, it. Gave them a talking to. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head to thecliplessleash.com and pick up your favorite dog leash. The dog leash didn't know you needed. And plug in promo code. Tony. That is T-O-N-Y. At checkout. And they're going to give you 65% off. You don't want to wait. Head there before they're all gone. Head to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code TONY for 65% off at checkout and pick up the dog leash you've been waiting for. 
All right, Andy. Um, how many things do you have? I've got five. Oh, wow. I've got three. Okay. Lead us off. All right. Uh, American Horror Story season 10, 11. I'm not sure, but the new one. Yeah. Uh, that came out last week. Uh, it's called Double Feature because it's actually two different stories, which I, I like. It's two five episode stories. The first one is Red Tide. So I've already seen three out of the five. So it's nice. It's I've already gone halfway through it. And uh, when it's all out, that'll be very easy to watch. You can watch that in a weekend. You can watch the whole story. Uh, but this one is uh, about a couple or a family that goes to uh, Cape Cod, the end of Cape Cod there. They, they're going to rent a house. He's a writer and he needs to get a change of scenery to write the thing he wants. Very, very derivative story. But I mean, that's that's all what American Horror Story is, is just like playing up different things like that. Um, you know, very much. It's like The Shining. It's like, oh, OK, the writer he needs to write. Mm-hmm. Very Stephen King. Um and it goes off into some wild, weird shit, uh, as it's supposed to do. I do like they brought back uh, Finn Whitrock, who I don't know if he's been in the series since season four. He might have had some smaller appearances, but hasn't been like the main character. So he's he's the lead here. So that's really nice. But also um, Macaulay Culkin's got a part. So he doesn't the guy doesn't really act anymore. Uh, but it's nice to see him back that he and I think that's mostly by choice. I'm sure he could have been doing a lot of things if he wanted to, but I think it's like, I don't need that life. I, he did enough, you know, he gave us enough as a child, uh, but it's nice to see him there. Uh, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it so far. And I'm curious to see how the, the second thing goes. All I know about it, it's, uh, it's about aliens and it's got Eisenhower in it. So, Oh, okay. Like, but that, that'll be in a, a few weeks. So, First, I got to finish out uh, American Horror Story Red Tide. You can do it. Yeah. Uh, then I'll do one more show that I've watched. Perfect. Uh, just just one episode of uh, the new Hulu show, Only Murders in the Building. This is. Oh, I the, did that, too. So I guess, yeah, that's new. So let's yeah, do the, a duel on here. The uh, the best debuting comedy in Hulu history. So uh, the Nine Perfect Strangers was the best debuting drama of all time. <laughs> Well, I mean, uh, that just means there's more people shows ever. They've had a little a few things, but yeah, I think their user base is just way bigger now because of uh, probably the Disney Plus bundle. I'm, I'm going to guess they have yeah, way more people I have than they that. Have. I don't even know how to use it. Like yeah. I have ESPN Plus. It's like, eh, I'm not going to watch soccer. Yeah. Sorry, Tony. <laughs> so I think a lot of people have Hulu now. And uh, this just right away, you just see the cast. You're like, holy shit. You got two of the Amigos here on TV. So yeah. Uh, Chevy Chase has been banned from working, I think. I don't know. I think he banned himself. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think those guys like him at all. So uh, Martin Short and Steve Martin have worked together quite a bit since Three Amigos. I think they might live together. <laughs> In this apartment building, maybe. Yeah, maybe. they're like, we're here. Like, my wife is busy. Like, let's just film. Like, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I was thinking about it. It's kind of sad that I don't think... Steve Martin and Martin Short could get a movie made today, or at least not well, like a Hollywood movie. Uh, probably you could get it thing. made, but yeah, it'll be small. The yeah, it budget just, would be like eleven million dollars. Just comedies are kind of dead. Where it's like you in years past, like oh, Steve Martin's going to lead a movie. Of course, that's going to be like Steve Martin is he's one of the best. But it's just Father like, of the Bride, My Blue Heaven. I yeah, mean, come it's on, been so long now. Um, that's just it's a different world, but. 
obviously for someone like Hulu, it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll make this. We'll fund this. this well, this they also great. add that uh, Gomez girl. So that yeah. gets the younger people and they're like, who are these two old people? And it's like, oh, you die. Yeah, that was that was an interesting choice. They're like, hey, we're just going to go someone so polar opposite for the third star. But um, uh, I like the, the premise. I don't know if you, you noticed it's it's basically the Burbs, but at New York City. Yeah, it's they- uh, it's fun. It's also f- for the circumstances. It's perfect. It's like, oh, well, 90 percent of it's going to be filmed in this little, uh, you know, condo. So like you're seeing the perfect strangers or your um, Lotus show where they just close down resorts. These are going to start popping up now. Yeah. I mean, this one still has other, you know, interactions. They go to restaurants and whatnot with, you know, civilization, but most of it's shot in that building. Yeah. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm wondering, are they real apartments or anything? Cause those, those are so, I don't know, nicely decorated. They, they really get that feel down of they're, uh, yeah, they're like rich people and or not even rich, but whatever you want to call that. It's just such a different world of people well, they, that live in New York that live in nice apartments. They point out too, like, Oh, we've, we've had these places for, you know, since the seventies, it's like, how did you afford this three bedroom or whatever? Yeah. Um, but yeah, their places are, are great. It's almost kind of Wes Anderson, Anderson level of, you know, intricacy yeah yeah no i could see that it's like it is it's just like it's a fantasy world or something like this isn't real this is not yeah. the rest of the world at all i also really liked the uh the you know bliss scene when uh i don't even remember what exactly happened but uh early on it might be the first episode that he's talking about the guy at the theater bouncing off the trampoline back onto the stairs and then he has that moment and he's doing that and uh, then it, you know, transfers to the other characters, Steve Martin and uh, Selena Gomez. It's like that's really neat. Uh, they're taking some uh, risks here and getting artistic. Yeah, yeah. I only watched the first episode, so yeah, that that happened the first episode. Okay, that uh, was but it. yeah, that seems to be the Hulu thing. Is they're gonna they do the third three of them all at once, and yeah, then get you, get you hooked. Then uh, weekly, so then so for wait. someone like me, I don't have to watch all three right away. I can catch up as it goes uh we'll see and they're all they're also only 30 minutes so yeah uh, that's not nice. too much of an investment investment easy to yeah. uh to breeze through them yeah yeah but i was fun. definitely happy to see that because uh, i mean i think i only saw that like preview for it like a week before it aired it's like oh all right that's nice yeah they uh they know me pretty well they know i like uh father the bride and yeah uh you know, the jerk and all that stuff. So they're like, Hey, check this out. You're going to want to see this mark your calendar. And I did. I did. All right. Um, you now have how many? I still have three. I've got three. Okay. I'll go in for one. This is going to surprise you, Andy. So I was at Disneyland on Friday and, uh, we walked through the new Avengers land. Um, it, it needs more. I, I don't know. I'm not a big enough Avengers guy to care. Uh, but I saw Captain America in a cool Marvel Jeep. I was like, huh, yeah, that's fun. If I get around to it kind of a thing. And uh, I got around to it. I watched the first Captain America, whatever it's called. Um, the first Avenger from 2011. Yeah. And, uh, it's good. It, I think you had told me about how it's kind of history based and, uh, this is now, you know, World War II stuff. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Are you kidding me? I didn't know that. Uh, Stanley Tucci. Uh, so 
yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And uh, I'll actually be watching the second one probably some point this week. Um, I feel like most people in the world have probably seen this. So I don't know what there is to say about it. Um, let it's me ask my favorite you this, one. Andy. I think it's the best Marvel movie. The second one. What all the, they, they just like put his head on a skinny guy or do they minimize him with, you know, animation? What do they do? I don't know. I know I, I knew at some point, but like, like, do they use a body double or something? But I think it, I think it was his body and they just changed his body down or something. Shrunk him down. They probably did different shots. You know, I'm going to guess the, like the shirtless, like the one where you have him strapped into the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that was a body double and, and they CGI his face on there. But um, I think the other stuff is probably like some, some force perspective stuff or something like that. Make him look small. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and that was 10 plus years ago or something. So looked pretty good for being that old. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Disney, you get to watch that in ultra high def 4K. So right. Yeah. That's one of the benefits. Their app is uh, just top notch. Uh, but yeah, it's fun. I finished it. I liked it. Uh, Hugo Weaving is great. Um, I don't know why they had to take his face off, though. Comic guys. I don't know. I, I always hate that stuff. Like, I guess because then you want him to die. If he doesn't look like a human, you don't care if the, it's a, like it's easier to make it PG and kids can watch it and parents don't uh, care as he, much. But if you look like a person. Die. He doesn't didn't die. He? he doesn't die. And you don't spoil it. Sorry. Uh, but he you know what shows I mean? up again that's, in... <laughs> that's why they also have to have all the bad guys just completely covered in gear from head to toe so you don't care and it doesn't matter when they die yeah <laughs> but I think it's also the comic book people need to have people be realistic but you know, I always remember like um, they should just make excuses to why you don't have to do the makeup because it's like such a hassle uh, Oscar Isaac in the, the X-Men movie that he was in Mm-hmm. where he plays like a blue dude and it's just awful. Like it's like, I don't want to see Oscar Isaac as like a blue guy. Like I love Oscar Isaac. Just make some shit up. Like he, in the beginning of the movie, he's not a blue guy. He turns into a blue guy. Just have him not be the blue guy until like maybe the last second and be like, Oh, now he's blue. But yeah. it's like comic book people would be like, no, he's blue in the comics. You can't do that. But it was like, yeah, like I, I know for a lot of that movie, he doesn't have the red face because why, why would you? But like, yeah, they get the, the whole, action sequence he does and it's like nah. Yeah, I want to see I, Hugo weaving I want to think about the Matrix when I watch this movie right yeah and so I was like eh like I don't need that part and that's why I can handle any of these on a standalone because when it's a standalone they're typically fighting humans but the second you pile them all into a, a you know a suburban to go fight something it's something from out of the you know intergalactic uh, you know tropes and it's it's coming here and it's gonna forage our rings that we didn't even know we had and it's uh it's gonna you know suck up every person in the planet it's like we have to all band together to kill this entity we've never before seen in our lives it's like well how about they just make a megala you know lex luther style guy who can kick ass with all of these people he's got the nukes and he's hiding or something like why do they do that they do both yeah uh, nukes are boring that was dr evil's plan <laughs> We and you know what I mean. There's something along those lines yeah. where it's oh this a, a human Bond, James evil. Bond style thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't need it to be this guy with a giant chin that's coming here for our our coins and like it just it goes into hobos and shit. I want a penny in 1953 Denver. Yeah. 
that's where I just get I get out on it. So any of these by themselves, I'm finding, yeah, they're, they're all right. Although I don't, I won't do any of the Mark Ruffalo Hulks. Get out of here. I don't well, like him as an he actor. Have, he doesn't have any solo movies. Well, good. He's legally I've, prevented from it. I've said this multiple times. All he has in any movie is he closes or like kind of like shuts his eyes a little like he's thinking and does that, you know, f- uh, hand to the chin thing. And uh, that's it. That's all he has. What about the movie Collateral? He has a weird haircut in that movie. Is he in that? Yeah, I've been wanting was, to rewatch that because it's on uh, HBO he Max. He was the detective, I believe. I might have to do it just so I can and find I, that scene. It won't be the whole, whole whole way through, but those are the scenes where yeah. people are like, this guy's got it. He's got the chops. It's like, no, he doesn't. No. He does the same thing in every movie. So even though he was a good guy, he has a real scumbag-looking haircut with a mustache that doesn't connect. That's great stuff. Interesting. Yeah, that's a really good movie. I'd, I'd watch that again. Collateral? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about Collateral? I probably haven't seen it in 10 years. but Yeah, I haven't seen it in yeah. about that amount of time. What's your next movie? Uh, so I check the leaving HBO because I always do that. And I'm going through it. And probably the biggest offense in all of movie history, I'd say, that HBO is doing this. Uh, all of the screen movies are leaving on September 30th. They have what to be going to somewhere. They have to have some sort of deal. That's what I'm thinking too. Like, yeah, just in the nick of time for uh, like, the season to watch them. So I don't know if they're going to be gone. Now, here's my dilemma is... Or they know um, everyone's going to go rent them on iTunes or something. So here's my dilemma. Scream 1, it's being put on 4K, and I already pre-ordered it. Oh, wow. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get this. It's coming out in October. It's going to be wonderful. I'm going to watch it. Uh, Scream 5 comes out in like January or February, so I'm really excited. Uh, But it's like, well, I got to watch these other ones while they're here. So I watched uh, both Scream 2 and Scream 3. So Scream 2 is is great. Scream 3 isn't. uh, It's fine, but it's not. uh, But I love Scream 2. I think it's even better than the first one. But I only watch Scream 2 and 3 because I'm waiting for Scream 1 on 4K to come to me. So Jamie uh, Kennedy is best. uh, Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to say I wish he was still around, you know. Jamie I'm sure Kennedy. he wishes he was still around. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like he's not dead. I'm talking about in the in the the series. Uh, mm-hmm. He could have used uh, Scream Four. That would have been nice for his career. But uh, that's just to tell you, those movies are they're on HBO right now, but they're not going to be there past September 30th, which is a shame. Yeah, so get them uh, out of your system now. I mean, I've already started. It's all already like it's all Halloween here at our house. Um, yeah, so. They also had all the uh, Nightmare on Elm Streets as well. And I'm like, oh, I should probably watch all those too. Yeah, be busy. And all six of them. All right, uh, ready for my next one? Yeah. Now, I started this. I don't know if we're going to finish it. Uh, the Staircase on Netflix from 2018. This follows a uh, high-profile murder trial of the American novelist Michael Peterson following the death of death like rather of his wife in 2001 so he claims that she was pushed down or she fell down the stairs but you know the forensics uh you know and the autopsy and all that stuff shows you know evidence that might suggest otherwise indicating potential foul play i don't know we watched an episode and a half and we'll see but it's on netflix uh is that a documentary thing yeah it's all you know some guy with a big old camcorder was following everyone 
this is 2001 and uh i think north carolina um but yeah i don't know it was something where like and eh, there's nothing to watch let's let's throw something on and we found that and it's a thing i don't know all of these things are there's fine. a lot of those yeah exactly it's, eh, whatever so we'll see but that was something i watched okay what's your, what's your next one uh, so I've been watching The Sopranos. I talked about that a few weeks ago. Uh, still been watching it, but HBO uh, kind of knows uh, what they're doing. So they're like, on my like, oh, what you recommended? They're like, hey, you should watch Goodfellas. And like, nice. yeah, yeah, I probably should. Like, like, yeah, that's fine. I, it's a great movie. I'll watch it again because they they just know it's like, oh, you've been watching Sopranos. Just go watch Goodfellas too. It's 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 great. Uh, it's got a lot of the same <laughs> a lot of shared actors in it uh so yeah i just put that on and just kind of i watched it over a couple days it's like it's just fun it's like seeing a movie you've seen so many times before it just it's nice you're like oh all right here's this part i really like the scene where he's making the spaghetti yeah there's it's just so well done and it's it's fun how they like just put in like a traditional like chore like a cooking and it's such a big deal to Italians, but he's getting chased by the FBI the whole time. <laughs> yeah, the second half of that movie is just so incredible. Like it's it's I mean, that's kind of like the point of that movie is like, oh, it's slow in the beginning because it's kind of relaxed and it's idyllic of the like 50s and 60s. And then everything goes to shit. There's drugs and like the movie gets frantic and everything. And it's just it's just that's incredible. Like, yeah, like you're saying the him him talking about how he's what he's got to do go pick up his brother and he's got to make the sauce and then there's the veal and it's just like it's exhausting to watch mm-hmm. but that's you know putting you in his mindset and it's like just like oh that's incredible like, i also great love job. right after the heist when they're all going to the bar or whatever and everyone's coming in and everyone's you know do whatever you want just don't spend the money everyone you know look at my new necklace he got me what a nice guy he got me this big mink fur coat and then that guy from cop and a half comes in with his wife <laughs> and they have the pink cadillac <laughs> get the fuck out of here get rid of that cadillac god damn it <laughs> okay sorry to <laughs> leave and then the scene with layla playing but not the you know rock and roll layla the piano solo showing how all of them got killed is yeah. so great Oh, that's such a fun movie. Yeah, that's definitely one of like the most iconic moments in in movies. It's just like, oh, you hear that song? You're like, oh, all right, yeah, but yeah. Uh, so very good. Yeah. Um, uh, and I'm I'm just gonna launch into my next one because it was kind of weirdly related uh, with a shared actor here. I watched the uh, No Sudden Move, the Soderbergh movie. I think uh, you you watched this, right? I think so. It was the the like. 1950s kind of heist gone wrong or whatever you want to call it crime gone wrong with yeah yeah Don Cheadle. I, I, I couldn't really get into it but it, i did watch it so um yeah it's got a great cast including Frazier. including ray liotta which is yeah. what's funny is watching i thought you were gonna say hubie halloween because of ray liotta <laughs> uh watching watching those movies like right back to back like that uh ray liotta never really made his character was never the same after Goodfellas where he was like, it was just different. He was, he was not like intense. Like at the end he was, you know, drug addled or whatever, but he was like, he was always the nice calm guy. Uh, but like since then, he's always just kind of like an intense guy. He's always only, he's either a criminal or a cop. Yeah. Uh, he plays the same role, but he's always like angry and you're going to piss him off and he's going to, it's like, 
it's not what he was in Goodfellas. It's like he's typecast, but not act, but not the accurately. It's it's so strange to to watch that. It's like he yeah, does this, for the last twenty true. years, he does the same role over and over, um, but it's not actually the Goodfellas role. So, um, and he's got that in a uh, blow, which I mean, it's much later than Goodfellas, but uh, you know where he's, he's he doesn't have that you know anger and aggression. He's kind of just a pushover. Yeah. But it's, I mean, he's still good at it. Like, it, it's always a treat to see him. Like, oh, hey. But yeah, that's a, that's a crazy cast with all the people in there. And I was thinking about, they could, like, rotate all those people in that cast and it would probably still be good. Or I'm like, yeah. Well, David Harbour could be the cop and John Hamm be the accountant. Or John Hamm could be the Brendan Fraser guy and Brendan Fraser could be the accountant. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like all these guys are kind of interchangeable. But uh, yeah, really, really cool to see Brendan Fraser out there. Uh, I do know he's he's going to be in that Darren Aronofsky movie where he plays a 600 pound man. Yeah. So that's why he's fat is he's uh, he's not actually that fat like normally, but he's a little beefed up right now. So uh, it's jarring to some people. He's been but yeah, it's, spaghetti. It, it was a I enjoyed it, but it's very you have to pay attention. It is. It's like a twist every 10 seconds of that movie. And it's like, oh, but this guy was actually doing this and this guy was doing this. And uh, the other thing that was hard for me is because people are insane movie people, uh, Soderbergh decided to be more authentic. He filmed it with 1950s lenses. So um, this was not something I knew going into it. But within two minutes, I'm like, what the fuck is going on with this movie? Uh, There's some weird shit. So I looked it up and it's like, yeah, he he got some 1950s lenses. So. Uh, it's blurred on the edges. It's kind of got like a fisheye effect, uh, but it's really distracting when the camera moves because mm-hmm. the parts that's a little, you know, out of focus and blurry then moves around. And it's like, I almost threw up watching the first like shot of it. I'm oh, like, wow. what is going on? Uh, but it's, you know, you kind of get used to it, but it's like, I don't know how that helps the movie in any way. Yeah, Who was... <laughs> for artistic purposes. Yeah, I think sometimes these people will get to, uh, you know, impress themselves. It reminded me of Zack Snyder got some special lens for his last movie. And it's like, oh, it puts the background characters really out of focus. And it's like, all right, but that's not good. <laughs> it's not good visual yeah. to watch. Um, but this is this is a, a very good movie for HBO Max to get. This was just an HBO Max original. This was not like part of the, this was going to go to theaters or anything. So. Oh, I didn't uh, know that. Just a nice little solid thing that exists. Uh, but again, if you're going to watch it to get the max out of it, you have to like pay attention to the twists and turns that happen. Yeah. Uh, maybe it's worth watching again. Um, but I'd say they it could have been way better if they took like another pass at it to make it maybe a little more silly, a little more fun. I don't, I don't really know. Um, but yeah, it's a it's like a three star movie that could have been a four star movie. Mm-hmm. But Hey, three stars is fine. Yeah, especially it's nice to catch up with Brendan Fraser. Yeah, you know? exactly. All right, is that all you had? Yeah. All right, my last one is the miniseries on Netflix called Clickbait, starring Adrian Grenier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this kind of had a similar storyline to like Thirteen Reasons Why, kind of a thing where you know people have to unravel, you know different you know interactions from a a person who uh in this case is missing uh and uh it's also 
and I didn't like how it's very much. So this guy gets abducted, and uh, they post a video online say uh, of him like he looks beat up and he's in a chair and it's I'm gonna they're gonna kill me at five million views. I abuse women or something like that, and uh, obviously it goes viral. Uh, his family, his sister finds it and, you know, track, trying to track him down, gets the cops involved and all that. And then uh, his body is found, you know, a few days later or something, and they have to piece together what exactly happened. And uh, there's some mistaken identities, but it's very much involved with, uh, you know, technology, kids on their phones texting, and it shows them texting on the screen or instant messaging or dating apps and all that stuff. And it's like, I get it for the show, but I generally don't like that when I'm, I don't know what, I feel like it's just marketed for, you know, a teenager like, Hey, we know you love phones. Look at the actor on his. Um, but I get, I guess for this sake, I'll give it a pass. Um, it's fine. It's, it's not, you know, anything to write about. Um, it's okay. Um, I don't want to give anything else away on it. Uh, it's only eight episodes. They're an hour long each. Um, some twists and turns. You think you kind of know what it might be, but it's like, eh, they know what they're doing. They fall, make you fall into the trap of thinking it might be this person. And then uh, it's like, no, you, you don't even know who it is. Uh, but it's fine. Again, and it's just, you don't see Adrian Grenier in a whole lot of stuff. Uh, but he was good. Supporting um, cast, they were fine. Uh, his sister, Zoe Kazan of uh, The Big Sick, mm-hmm. I hated. I hated her character. <laughs> um, just annoying. Like, I don't know. Just constantly f- finding a problem or something. Uh, but I, that was her role. Uh, so she did a good job. But yeah, yeah it's I, fine. That's Netflix. Yes, and I, yeah. I believe it just came out. It's like funny when you leave ago. you leave Netflix, then it's like, oh, there's like 14 things yeah. that came out. It's like they just keep putting things out. We have it for free, so it's on our TV. I don't know. I watch it. It's filmed in Australia. Hmm. So that's funny. I think that you know, in in COVID days, a lot of things here were shut down, but Australia's like, we'll take your money, and now yeah. it's like that's the last place you could go. Yeah, like the and then Cole Kidman. Uh, Hulu thing. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like half that cast is Australian, but it's yeah. set in America. And I'm like, why do they have so many? And it's like, oh, they just. So they invited Melissa McCarthy to Australia, basically. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to get out of this country. Yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else to add? Uh, no, we, we covered it. Yeah, it was a solid uh, just under the hour mark, uh, but that'll wrap us up for episode 236 of the Tony Steg podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had Off Road going to Australia, Andy. Thank you. We'll see you later.